Hello and welcome to a new episode of Tangents with Colleen and Mike. My name is Mike. And I am Colleen. Colleen, what the fuck are we talking about today? I'm gonna shed some light on esotericism, apparently, on your request. <laughs> you do, you do. We had a quite in-depth talk at the beginning there. But then uh, we moved to some more lighthearted, uh, lighthearted topics, such as... Uh, we started talking about party tricks, and somehow we ended up talking about childhood games. Childhood games, like outdoor games, and then video games, and then we talk about some fucking horrifying cartoons that we grew up with. And how we got scared, I think, for the first times in our life, from TV. Yeah, there you go. Hope you enjoy it. Have fun. You got anything better? I, <laughs> you waited to say that. Of course, I saw you hovering above the keyboard. <laughs> we were we were planning on, on what to talk about this episode. We were planning to go to go back to our roots, which are car discussions. Oh, oh, those roots. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Do we need to explain this? I don't know. I'm not sure if we explain this any at any point. Go ahead. I mean, if you insist. Back in the day. About two years ago, <laughs> we've noticed that there's something magical about cars and talking and cars. Oh, yeah, because it's when we were driving back, right? Or front. <laughs> no, but yeah, okay, when we were driving back from the holiday. Uh, not even from the holidays. Usually you and me in the car, since I don't have a car, and you drive me all, all where do, where we need to you be still together. still don't have a car, you poor bastard. I still don't have a car, so don't care about it. Yeah, fair enough. It facilitated a deeper friendship it did because for some unbeknownst reason to us when we are in a car just discussions just flow easily do you remember back then how so okay i I had two thoughts one of them was that like obviously uh car discussions would get interesting because i'm a dramatic person and i always had something i wanted to talk about and i was like good listen to me moan about this and that that is true and then I thought, like, okay, what what was your thing? And then I remembered, do you remember how you were so not into, like, esoteric shit, into tarot cards, into astrology? You were not into any of those things that you're really into now. No, I don't remember being not into the, like, specifically against them. No, not against them. It's just that you weren't really, like, I don't know. I didn't care about them. Yeah, you didn't That's care about true. them. Okay. That I can vouch for. Because I was talking about like, oh yeah, I used to do like astrology when I was in middle school and whatever. And you were like, okay, cool. I tried to see if I'm telekinetic at some point. Really? When I was a child, yeah. Telekinetic? Yeah. Like if you can move shit? Shit, yeah. Exactly. Like Matilda stuff. Mate- <laughs> nice. <laughs> Carrie. Best reference from that. Carrie? Uh, yeah, You're right. That's Carrie. Yeah, Matilda's the other one. The, the other children's movie. Carrie's the one that killed them. with. Yeah, the- yeah, that one. That, that's the one I was thinking okay, about. Yeah, Carrie. But I remember specifically there was... One of the benches in my, whatever I, where I grew up, was a bit more to the side, and there was like, it wasn't a square, and there's a table in the middle, and it was like two or three. There was three of us. We sat around it. We put a the cap of a soda bottle or something, and a feather or a little stone, a pebble on top of it, <laughs> and we closed our eyes, and we tried to see if that thing would move if we all concentrated on it. Oh, boy. Obviously, it didn't. Otherwise, I'll be yeah. in Hogwarts already. <laughs> but yeah, I always, always liked this stuff. I knew it wasn't real. But then... Do you still believe it's not real? I still believe it's not real. 
I understood how it's used and how it can be useful. Mm. But it's definitely not real in the sense that people think they're real. Tarot cards cannot predict the future. I really like that you really got into these things because it helped me sort of think about them differently. Because in middle school, like, I legit believe that, like, I could talk to ghosts. Or I could not talk to them, but I could feel the presence of ghosts. And I really believe that astrology is, like, the super-duper real thing. Um, and then you really got into these things and started talking about them. But you have such an interesting way of viewing it that I really like. That's sort of you're very abstracting from the woo-woo bullshit. I filter them through science. Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, but, in, a, in a sense. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, because most people would disprove them for science. You don't disprove them for science. You just filter them. Well, the whole thing, why I, I like them is it started, when did it, I cannot remember. Obviously, it was last year, but it started after I watched Men uh, I Gospel. We did watch that quite a few times. I think in different states of mind as well. Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and at, right, recently afterwards, I mean, right after YouTube started recommending oh, discovered that uh, guy. Damien Eccles, who talks about high magic. And he has a lot of woo-woo in what he talks <laughs> about. But there's a couple of videos in, w in which he explains the woo-woo. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. And it, I, I could draw some parallels, very distinct and clear parallels between what he's saying and whatever was popular, like, mindfulness and meditation journaling all yeah. of that all of that and i was the reason why i started getting into it it was i tried to figure out what were the the most common denominator between them okay right so it's just it's, it's basically two tools to obtain something that is the same thing but it's just one is the mainstream approach and one's just a remix of that okay. so i looked at it and that's how i started looking into things and then I realized at some point the whole th religion thing has its place and human consciousness and human thinking and whatever. Mm -hmm. Because obviously it has a place since so many people are doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It has a place on the collective unconscious. Exactly. It it's, a, it's a human it's thing a hu yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. that, that's what really got me into it. And then I just looked at it and said, okay, if you extract the whole... Woo, crazy bullshit. Magic that you cannot prove and whatever. What are the actual things that... It's clearly the, clear that people believe in this and they have reasons to believe in this and it's not just because they're crazy. Yeah. Some people, I mean, I guess most people get some real value from it. And that's why I was looking for it. And yeah. that's why I always try to explain to people and in some cases I realized I failed terribly. <laughs> explaining what oh, uh, the, the whole that I think the whole thing I like it and I filter it through logic and science and the, to the best of my abilities mm -hmm. but then recently I have a friend of mine who explained that whenever I told him the stories it looked like I was the crazy guy <laughs> and it, I, I, I honestly I believe I always said it's this but it's it has the logic but ah yeah. I couldn't get it across. I guess or he's I'm, just not into that topic. So much not into that topic because that anything yeah. that I would say would sound crazy. I guess That's I might be the crazy guy as well because I like the way you explain those things and it's not woo at all. It's not crazy at all. I don't know if anybody listens, I can actually explain how tarot cards can actually be useful. How? There is this thing that tarot cards do 
Okay, so this started to be a podcast yeah, about tarot cards. Five. Just see like okay. five it to me. Uh, oh, let me walk you shortly. Walk you briefly. Walk you through <laughs> it. Uh, the most common thing you can do with tarot cards is divination, predicting the future. Right. Between quotes. Yeah, quote unquote. And the one that I've uh, stood through and see how it works was a Celtic cross. It's basically you have I think there's four, five, six, seven or eight cards, and one represents you now, one in the past, one in the future, one is obstacles, uh, challenges, strengths, whatever. Oh, okay, that sounds pretty standard. Pretty standard, right? Yeah. And then the whole thing, because when this was read for me, the the girl who was doing it, it was she was just starting. She just got her first tarot card deck like okay. a week ago. And she was looking at the meaning of each and every card, and she was explaining what she was reading, and we interpreted it together. And you you basically create a story from yourself for yourself, and it always, almost always will make sense because it's made by mm. you for you. Right, yeah. Right, so that's why it always feels like, oh, my gosh, she read it, and always, everything makes sense when the coincidences, but you make the coincidences happen. I've, I've, real, I've sorry, just a small uh, thing here. I've, I've realized that exact thing through therapy. Because th there are like a lot of things, not necessarily deja vus, but like deja vu like stuff where like, oh, of course that was gonna happen to me. Synchronicities. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, and it's it's not like the, the woo explanation would be like, you know, you manifested it, which I don't really believe that you can manifest shit, but the fact that your brain is wired in a very, very specific and unique way to you you are the only person who would have been able to see that specific pattern. Thus, to you, it seems obvious that it was meant for you. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sort of, but yeah. explained more science-y than just like self-fulfilling prophecy, like abstracting from the whole prophecy bit. Yeah, but also there, there are moments of synchronicity that kind of they kind of are outside of your being. And yeah, but they, but they only click to you because you perceive them as such. Because yes to someone no. else, it's just a thing that happened. Okay, well... Talking about let me finish and then yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. coincidences. Remind remind me coincidences. Coincidences. So okay. if you take I'll coincidentally a, remember perfectly. <laughs> so if you imagine a tarot spread, whatever spread you're doing, sure. The imagine it as a an exercise and maybe therapy and maybe meditation, whatever. Just thinking about yourself, right? But you put some cards in front of you and then let's take an easy one: uh, past, present, future. Right, and you have a card for each one of them, mm -hmm. and it forces you to think about the past, present, future through the prism of that card. Oh, so it's like a journaling exercise, but it gives you like yeah. look in this direction and look in that direction. So okay, and the cards are ish generic enough that they force you to to sort of rephrase or reframe your past, present, or future to said specific card that you have extracted. exactly. I imagine you have so much sense. the full. Uh, this is the first one. I it just pops into my mind. The, mm -hmm. the, the idea, the, the meaning about the full is somebody that is starting a journey and he has no idea what's happening and he's about to jump off a walk off of a cliff. But he also has this. I think it's a tiny dog that is next to it and is yeah, supposed to warn him. So it just represents a journey into the unknown and some having somebody to help you. Like you can see how you can piece together pieces yeah, like, of your story no to make something. No matter what happened in your life, you can find something in your past if it's the past one to, to exactly. correlate it to that. Exactly, it might be the exact thing. Uh, it might not be the exact thing, but you can it, you can think about yourself through that lens. This turns me on so much. How like 
such a such a fucking esoteric seeming shit has been explained so gracefully and beautifully and simply. Thank you. I like that. That's cool. That's good. It's like we should start a podcast about that. <laughs> there are enough. Yeah, probably. I think there are a couple. I saw a couple of witchy ones. N- haven't listened to them, but I just saw them. Okay. Yeah, but not hundred percent witchy ones because that's boring. I mean, then again, you did start with the witchy ones. I remember you fucking came over to my place one night and you showed me. We watched a couple of videos about what the fuck was that? The uh, the Jewish thing, the Kabbalah Tree of the, Life. Th- that what the fuck? We just watched that, and I remember like, oh yeah, you were like, oh yeah, now he's gonna explain this, and now he's gonna explain this, and it's gonna seem weird, but he's gonna explain. Actually, he's explaining this and this, and I was just watching it. And I was like absorbing it. And I'm like, dude, this is some fucking. Fucking beyond tinfoil hat, fucking mage in a in a. This is like worse than Dungeons and Dragons level of nerdy of like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? How? Why? That's such a weird concept. It is a weird concept, and to be fair, I. I don't know, I probably saw more videos about it, and I thought those two that I showed you will be the ones that I clicked with me. Those weren't the ones. No, they made sense, but, but they, like... It's basically s- a human's attempt to map the mind. That's what it is. It still feels like all of those quadrants or whatever they're called, they're so arbitrary. And it's like the same thing that you described. Like you I don't take remember the, f- the name. They have the weird no, name. I don't know. But it's like the same thing. Like, you take the, the fool, and then it's like... It could have been like anything. It could have been like the poop card. But it's not important. That's that. That's why. That's that was my problem with the tree of life thing. Because it's like each quadrant, each little block meant something, and the lines meant something between them, and each different line meant something else based on who it connected, right? And it's the same thing. Like could have just been fucking the poop circle, right, or the poop cycle, or the, the whatever. Oh yeah, the it's just a system quadrant. of belief. That's like, why it's called a system of belief. I know, but it's so weird why they picked those words and those things specifically. Because it's just fucking. Like yellow in the colors in yellow, green, and blue. And so I was like, all right, it could have been. Why isn't it like purple? Or why is this one specifically that? Or I because that one represents that one, and they use whatever uh, they had at that point. See that that's the thing that's hard for me to grasp to just accept things because like, oh, that's just how it is. It's like, yeah, but why? Why is it like that? Well, if you actually start looking into it, and you have the time and the patience, probably you'll figure out why everything is the way it is because it kind of makes sense at some point. I had the same experience with with music theory that I'm learning right now. And it was the same thing my my teacher was explaining uh, relative minors to major scales or whatever and shit. And I was just like, yeah, but but why? It's like, oh, and this connects to that one. And if you, whatever, the armor of this thing is something else. And then that means that it's this. And I'm just like, I get that you know that and you can explain it like that. But I don't have a mental model of what the fuck those words mean and what that means. And eventually they started meaning something, but you just kind of have to fucking stick with it. And like you said, just watch videos or like expose yourself to it long enough and then be like, all right, okay. Yeah, welcome to learning something new. I haven't learned something new since since fucking 2016. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, right? It is weird to actually learn something new once you think you've finished learning. You know what? I did. I think I did bring with me. I did. My high school math manuals books why i just have this fantasy that i'll learn maths not learn maths but like at least understand that because i always found maths slightly difficult i was good at it towards the end in like 12th grade but then it's just this thing like i'm never going to use it like they say and i haven't and i don't and i probably won't but just the fact of it's not 
knowing the information. It's having the practice. But why do you want that practice or do you actually want to understand why it's used for? Because in order to understand how it's used or what it's used for, you don't really need the practice. I need the practice. Why? Because I feel that like our day-to-day jobs and what we do with our life doesn't require that kind of mental power, mental capacity. You don't have to think in those really abstract things. You don't have to do the exercises and train your mind to be like sharp in that sense. And I just have this fantasy that like at some point I'll do like, you know, one half an hour of math shit like every week or every few days or whatever. So you won't unless you actually have a purpose for it. I know. And I don't. They're just sitting there. That's why you're never going to do it. You I just, know. You just want to be the guy who knows math, but you don't you don't like maths in the sense that you would do it. Like I as a pastime. Yeah. Yeah. That I struggle with that. I struggle with that. It's It's integrating things to become pastimes. That's the thing I struggle with generally, not just with the math thing. Anyway, we were talking about you were talking about tarot cards. I mean, if you want to <laughs> and coincidences, look for uh, one brown, three blue. It's a number brown and a number blue, something. It's a YouTube channel that talks about math. It takes higher level concepts and just explains them, but you don't need the actual exercises to do it no but that's it just the explains thing mats. i don't care about understanding the con I, d- I could just fucking go back and watch number file or computer file to understand like the high level advanced shit i don't want to it's not it's not important to me necessarily to know these higher level whatever things it's more like i miss having that practice i miss having my mind sh- i feel that like back in high school you were forced to do like a bazillion exercises from one day to the next and it feels like it kept your mind on edge and sharp and you're like, oh, I can do this. Or like, oh, what formula can I apply? And it's this one and stuff. Because right now, the way life works for me right now, there's nothing that's challenging in that sense. There's nothing that makes me go like, oh, I need to. Like, if I have to do simple maths, I'll be like, I don't fucking know. I'll just pop up my calculator. And then it just feels like my mind is kind of like shutting down those parts that are required for like these higher level conceptual operations that you do when you do maths. Yeah, because you don't use, you don't need them. That's why we have calculators. I know, but it just feels like I'm getting dumb. It feels like I'm getting slow. It feels like it feels like I can't do simple addition anymore. I'd be like, I, I, I'd rather be sure and do it with my calculator. In twin, in second grade, we had to learn the multiplication table or whatever it's called. Right. Now, if you're like, how much is like seven times eight? I'll be like, it'll be like a minute of like, uh, 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 it's that much. 76. 7656, sorry. My <laughs> there you go. No, that was just Eng- English numbers were oh, bad. right. Because I always do nine times seven minus seven. That's yeah, how I do eight. And in 12th grade, we could do integrals and be like, oh, okay, I, I know this path. I can do this. And it's like, oh, it's from there to there in an integral. And I can apply this formula and I got the number and whatever. So why... Why would you want to do integrals now? I, I mean, I understand, I understand the amount of sharpness, but it's not the sharpness that you need. It's just, it is. I don't know, it just seems thing. like an interesting thing to do, I guess. Do it. I'm not going to stop. I'm it. not going to do it. They've been sitting there for like three years. I mean, but if you're still going to, if you want to do that, at least do physics. I was always shit at physics. I was terrible at physics. I didn't, I never understood physics. I wished I, I wish I would. Same. I would have. I had a hard time with maths as well because maths in Romania is such a weird thing where like you go through like the the chapters, right? Of like now we're going to do d- derivatives and then we're going to do integrals and then we're going to do whatever series. 
And there was always like you you do very little theory to try to explain like, oh, this is what that is and whatever. And you always had like a table of formulas that you needed to apply. And then for the whole entire whatever, how many weeks that chapter lasted, you just had to memorize that specific table, apply it. And then you'd move to something else and you didn't really go back and use that thing again. So I kind of forget the things. Um, so I, it wasn't really like I didn't get maths overall. You just kind of were really good at that one chapter then and then this other chapter at the, a, a separate time. It was, it, it was. It was supposed to work like that in a sense. Like maths was supposed to be you doing push-ups and physics was actually using... Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, yeah, because because physics always seem like a thing where like all you need to know all the formulas because you don't know which one you're going to apply. And anyone you, just, you might be able to apply one or you might be able to apply a different one if it's more optimal to do whatever. It's like Newtonian versus Einstein's theories, right? You could do calculations right. for the same thing, but in different uh, systems. Indeed. But yeah, and big, bigger that's puzzles. the extent that I know physics. <laughs> there are two big systems, and sometimes you can use one, and sometimes you can use the other. That is enough. Okay, coincidences. Yes. Okay, picture this. Uh, I think this is the, the most recent one. I was talking to somebody. Somebody I met within the week that this happened. So let's say it was uh, this Saturday and by, I don't know, next Saturday or something like that. Right? Within a week. Okay. We're talking, and I told uh, this person that was reading Big Magic. We talked. About, I talked about the on the podcast about that. The one with the, where the book that says that the ideas just pop in people's heads and yeah. find the host and make them a real thing. Who do we have then? Sorry, we had we had a guest when you talked about that. Uh, Clever Eats. The guys from T Clever Eats. We oh, talked yeah. about that. Yeah, and then yeah. the next podcast, I I think I elaborated. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I remember what we talked on the podcast. Holy shit. Mark that down. <laughs> and the uh, this person was actually reading at the same time the first book of the author was Eat, Pray, and Love, which we discussed. It was a shitty movie, yeah. allegedly. I, I remember I liked oh, it. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the same author. Like, what were the chances? Mm -hmm. A different one that I can remember is uh, at some point for work, I was uh, going to Bucharest, and it was the single business travel I had in which we went by car because it was Bucharest, it wasn't Frankfurt. Right. Right, and on the road, I was sending a picture off the road to a colleague of, our, of ours, of mine. I think you weren't working with us at that point. A colleague of mine, and her and another two people, I think, they, for some unbeknownst reason, they were actually looking at road photos that they needed for a project. Okay. And I just happened to send that one exactly when they were looking for it. And did they use it? I don't know sure if they use it or not, but just the whole the coincidence of that thing, right? Okay. So what I'm saying is there are these coincidences that happen. stories to tie into something. They are not based on your personality or just self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, they okay. just happen. Just these synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's something else, though, to to what I was referring to. But yeah, no, I it agree. is. That's what I, that's exactly what I'm saying. It is something else that you're referring to. Right, right, right. And this these also might happen, and they might mean something to people. I always like to have them mean yeah. something. Feels more interesting. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to I'm trying to think if some shit like that ever happened to me, but I, there's nothing coming to my to my mind right now. I had a few. I remember that I had a few. Usually, uh. 
but maybe this makes it more of a thing that you were talking to. Usually when I had a relationship with a girl, it's uh, either before or in the beginning or doing, I cannot remember in which state of that relationship, but just these weird coincidences just happening. Like what? Like the one with the road thing or... Oh. So it, it was always in a in a romantic setting? Not always, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time it was there. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's this is like... And I would also, I would have, like, the ones that you talk about, I would have those a lot of times. And at some point, they were happening so often, I had a phrase of referring to them. They were, how did I call them? They were inside jokes with God or inside jokes with the universe. I cannot remember. What's that? That's how how I used to call it. That's the phrase. And, like, one specific one I remember, it was, I don't remember the topic, but I was struggling with something i was heavily thinking on something i have a problem with it it kept me up at at nights or something Mm -hmm. and at uh, one night and the next day i went to to this course that i have and the professor was talking about something completely different but he made one specific tangent it was it it hit the nail on the head without knowing i was thinking about that and was huh and I just laughed to myself. I smiled to myself, looked up, smiled to God. You cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you put it so I can hear it. Hmm. But then again, of course, it's something that I've created for myself and only I would have interpreted that like, yeah. as, as it was. But oh, still, it came out, out of nowhere. I remember I read this article. I don't know if I ever told you about this many years ago. Some girl wrote a blog post or something. Um... I can't remember what she was studying, but she couldn't find a job. So for some reason, I can't remember what, but for some reason she ended up working as one of those like, uh, I don't know what the fuck you call them, like palm reading, orb reading, gypsy situation. Psychic. Like a psychic, yeah. She became a psychic. Even though she had like not, she wasn't like, you know. It wasn't a calling or something, or she wasn't born in that environment, like, you know, She was traveling. hustling. She was just, like, kind of like, all right, I guess I'll do she that. She was hustling. I can't remember how she got there, but she got there somehow. Uh, and she was doing that, and then she wrote this article. She she hasn't done it for a while when, at the time of me reading this and her writing that, I suppose. But it was really interesting because she explained, she just sort of boiled down the whole process of how that thing works. Um, because she wasn't a believer, but she could make it work. And it was just like the simplest fucking things, the simplest fucking things, most of which were patterns. Like, I guess because, as we said, this is so ingrained in the the collect, it's such a human thing, it's so ingrained in the collective unconscious, she could just see patterns. Like if some guy walked in and he had like a particular expression on his face, she'd kind of like get a gist, she'd know like, oh, this guy's probably heartbroken or probably his sad his happy he has something, something yeah. happening right and and she just like nail it she'd nail it every time and That's she would mentalism exactly yeah and she'd just do these tricks and like she'd just notice micro expressions and shit like that and talking and behavior and all these things and she did it really well and she the, i remember the, the one thing i remember from the article was that she said she got so good at it that at some point a guy walked in uh and again it was like some guy that a friend of hers brought there she never met the guy uh, and the guy just kind of walked in and from the like first second when she saw him, 
again, she recognized the pattern. She, he was whatever kind of said or whatever. And she just felt the urge, like probably slightly as a joke or as a, the, to, to see what reaction he has. She said something like, she just blurted it out the second she saw him. Uh, she's not worth it. You deserve better or something like that. And she said that the guy literally was so shocked. He just fell back on his ass out like in the doorway. He just fell back outside <laughs> on his ass. He's like, what though? He started crying or something. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, that's so cool. I want to learn that skill. That, yeah, I it's, want like, that it's skill. observation, I guess. Observation and just understanding patterns, I guess. Obviously, but it's, it's still, you have to practice it. I don't think oh, you yeah, can ever definitely. write a book for about it. I would love to know that. That, that's such a s- cool skill, though. Such a good People party reading. trick. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's a terrible party trick. It's a ter- somebody tried to do that to me, and I hated it. And oh, really? I, I had them have it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was. I think it was not this New Year's. I think it was definitely last. Definitely not this New Year's. Last New Year's, I think it was. And there was this guy that I've. I think I maybe met once or twice, but we d- didn't really talk one with the other. And at some point during the night, we were drunk and whatever. And he he started doing cold, a cold read on me. Oh, boy. I, you didn't like it. I don't like it when I can see it's fake and it's, it's try hard. Because I, I know enough to understand what he is doing. He was like, come on, let me show you a cool thing that I, only I can do. And you're like, dude, fuck off. I've seen this no, on YouTube. No, but he started like this, this <laughs> bullshit. Like, I'm looking at you and you look like an intelligent person. I, I can see from the shape of your head and your forehead because I have a tall, a, a wide, how do you call it in English? A wide forehead. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yes. And he's like, that means you're smart and whatever and you have something to hide. And I, honestly... Could you at least be a bit more original than that? You have something to hide. Yeah, it's very vague. Almost everybody yeah. has something to hide, or at least something they haven't told you because I never talked to the guy. Like, yeah, you're a fucking stranger. <laughs> of course. You know nothing about me. Of course, I've got everything to hide from you. <laughs> and then I let him have it in the sense that I just start spewing Kabbalah at him. Really? Oh, yeah. That was on purpose. I went as vuvu I could as I could get. Holy shit! Just to get an expression out of it, and then I think he lasted for three to five minutes, and then he vanished. And like that's what he, he deserved. Bailed. That's what he deserved for trying to go. What, what was his reaction? What did he? <laughs> like he just started. He was looking. I, I think that it was loud music, so I had to speak into his ear so he can hear, so I can, couldn't exactly see his face. But he stopped. He didn't say anything. He let me rumble, rumble for a couple of minutes, and then I, I just, he was off. <laughs> like that's what you get. <laughs> you wanted something wow. hidden. So, so yeah, you basically it's just a terrible got very party geeky trick. about something, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I knew he was he was never gonna get into it. I knew he was not gonna like yeah. the topic, and I. Just, so for me, it would have been just talking about Morwen lore. Exactly. It's something like You're that. Like, oh yeah, motherfucker, well, check out what the fuck happens when the Kalpas collide and the fucking you achieve Chim and shit like that, and like. You realize you're in the Godhead? Oh, yeah? Well, check this out. he have been like, dude, what the fuck? And like, yeah, check out my tattoos. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it probably is a good party trick. Maybe if he can pull it off better. Because the guy is a cool guy. I have nothing against this guy. He's a bit awkward. Right. But he's a cool guy nonetheless. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Maybe you could pull it as a party trick. I would never do it as as one. Hmm. Yeah, what is a cool party trick? A cool party trick. Uh, Not clowns. 
Opening a beer bottle with your eye socket. Oh, that's fucked up. Well, it's it's fake, first of all, because nobody actually does that. You pre-open the bottle and then you really? just pretend. Of course, because I've learned this when I was a bar bartender. Oof. And there's this guy that he was part of I don't know, the owner's brother or something, and he, he would show this to people. And then I've heard a story about somebody who didn't know you were supposed to pre-open the, the bottle, oh, and he started doing that. It didn't fuck up their eye, but it scratches all around the socket. Oh. Because there's just skin there. There's no way you can actually hold it. There's no muscle. Oh. There's no nothing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe be specific about it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, different party tricks. What I really like about party tricks is, well, well depends on the party. But I like childhood games. Childhood games? Childhood games, especially if people don't remember them. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Like, there's... Uh, the, the only childhood games that I remember are, are very physical. Well, that, yeah, that, those those ones. I, I think like we're playing talking about... catch or... Not playing catch. Um, do you know you know that one. I'm not sure how much sense it was making in an audio experience, but if, if you put your hands in front of you, you turn your palms to the side... You cross your hands, and you went through the loop. Oh yeah! And then yeah, you have to, you're supposed inside. to to move uh, one, a finger that I name, and nobody can figure it out. Yeah, I mean, at yeah. le- you could figure out the first two, but by the three or four, third or fourth finger, everybody fails the first yeah. time. That's one of them. Your your hands are like crisscrossed, so then like your brain has a hard Criss-cross time crossed and re- reversed and so yeah, on. Yeah, it that's has a hard one time figuring out which finger it needs to move. Uh, yeah, I remember that. What else could be a cool cool party trick? Because at some point I wanted to look back and see if I can remember any of the the childhood games and just write them down. Uh, I've never done this in recent times, but if I ever get a chance, that would be funny. But I think everybody almost knows this. If you have a person sitting on a chair, like I'm sitting on a chair, like but normal, not like laid back as I sit right now. You need four people to put two fingers each in order to lift that person up. I'm sorry, what? So if I'm sitting on the chair, right, you have one person put two fingers, like the uh, index and middle index finger. Index and middle finger uh, beneath each uh, knee gap, kneecap. Right. And between the armpit. Four what? people, eight fingers, and you can lift that one that person. No. Yes. I've done it. It's true. You can do that. Well, it depends on how fat the person is. Like normal, decent <laughs> human being. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard of that one. That is true. I think I've done it once in high school or in middle school. It, it worked out, but then I could never convince people to do it again. I don't know why. <laughs> cannot remember. Do you know what I miss? Card games. Uh, like Fazan. That's not a card game. A car. That's a car game? I mean, what the fuck are you going to do while you're driving with your, like, you're a kid and you're driving with your... Your parents are driving on holiday for like a billion hours. I never considered it a car a car game. I never thought of the concept of a car game, but you're right. You're definitely right. I mean, we did play it outside of being in a car, but when you're in a car, those are the games you play. The other one's like I Spy with my little eye or whatever. All right. I don't know. It has a different name in Romanian, but yeah. There's Tomapan. They need a piece of paper. Uh, countries, cities. Oh my God! Yeah, you unlocked something. Yeah, but I know you don't shit. really remember how the game is played. But I, can, I, I think we can definitely Google it and we'll find out. 
Uh, there's <sighs> that so that's that whole that trick where you put your hands in your pocket and you pull them to the sides. Oh yeah, yeah. You pull them forward. No, to the sides. Or you grab your pants. Yeah, by yeah. the sides, and you just pull, pull, and then for like a minute, and, and then, then you, you let, let them loose, and, and your the hands, hands just kind of float. Yeah. Do you remember? Ah, uh, flor fetish Yeah. That's. I wonder if that has a translation, like if it translates as a game to a different, in a different country. What was even no the idea. premise of the game? Like you, uh, you have everybody sitting on a bench usually because the way we played it, we played in the front of our building. And oh, we have two benches. Shit. yeah, and I forgot there's... about. There's more levels to this. <laughs> there's not... it was like a game where you enumerate shit. Well, yeah, not right. really. Uh, you have people that are sitting on a bench. Uh huh. And two of them go away, right? Yeah, you had. They're supposed. You're supposed to pick. Uh, so it goes on turns with the people on the bench. And they have to choose uh, flowers, girls, boys, boys. But then you can go to everything: movies, actors, singers, yeah. whatever. Okay. And the two main people, they go around the corner. They decide who each one wants to be. Like I could be Brad Pitt, and you can be Tom Holland or whatever. Okay. We come back and we ask that person which one he, does he want to go with, and he chooses his favorite, and then they switch places. Oh, the yeah. next person decides on something, and then oh, shit. the I new two people, that. the old person, and the new one goes around the corner and decide. How do you win? You don't win. It just it just happens. Oh, you just do that. You just do that until you get bored. Exactly. Because we, I recently discussed mm. with somebody, and there's yes. a lot of childhood games that I don't know if anybody else are doing, like uh, Emparate Emparate. I don't remember that one, but I know I've heard of it. Um, I I it. Uh, it's basically somebody stands next to a wall. Not necessarily, but this is the way we do it. Actually, it was an entrance to the building, and then we have a building right in front of it, and like basically, it's exactly like two entrances face to face. Yeah. One person stands on one side, and the others stay on the other side, and they have to say on each one's turn this story, this uh, a poem. I don't know. Say, mm -hmm. uh, emperor, emperor, with your with your crown on your back, how many steps do you? Give me towards your uh, empire. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> and then you have the specific steps, like you can do one ant step, one giant step, one whale step. That's when you spit, by the way. One, I don't know, um, something when you have to turn around. It's bullshit like that. Wow. Then there's Tsara Tsara Vremostash. Yeah, that one was physical. That one was a very physical one. But again, I, I'm not sure if other countries have this. I will. I will find out. Other countries have dodgeball. We have Ratsele Shivanatori. Oh, yeah, we do. We also have something. We had some other shit. Give me something. and I don't see No, nah, I don't fucking remember, man. But now you just unlocked so many childhood memories that I 100% forgot oh, about. Oh, and then the countings. Do you remember the countings? No, what's the countings? Una mia sota lei, alege pecine vrei. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Those those have a name in English. They're trans it's a thing. Okay. They fine. have them too. I have no idea. I've 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 seen Aaron from Gangrums do one of those things and it has a name, but I don't fucking remember what it's called. Okay. And then what else? Yeah, it's just still Yeah, no, this is what I want to ask cuz there's a, a a thing that baffles me every single time when I think about it. This games, mm -hmm. these games, 
Like, everybody in this world knows hide and seek. Yeah. Nobody in this world knows how they learn hide and seek. You know, I was thinking something along the same lines of like, I was just in shock of how many memories you unlocked from my childhood. And I just kind of thought like, we lived in different sides of the city. <laughs> just to be, what, you and me? Yeah. I lived, I grew up in a fucking village. And I, <laughs> not even the same city. Yeah, and I knew the, all of these things. But that's that's the thing. Like, it's so... Who the fuck... D- how do you know the... Like, I guess... I mean, it's just word of mouth. Of course, at some point, somebody yeah, explains it like, to you the, and you just go with it, then it's natural. I'm get. We We categorize generations by such a wide net, right? Like, Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z, and whatever, like, by then, was it 10, 15 years, right? But when you grow up, when you're there living it, yeah, there's always someone that's one year older than you, and then two years older than you, and three years, so it just gets passed down organically. Because there would have been someone at some point who invented it, or played it, or whatever. Or if anything else, your parents could have told you at some point, and then no, you go out. think my... That could happen. Like at least you around. could. You probably played something with your parents, like no. similar to hide and seek or no. catch or whatever. Yeah, you always had kids of varying ages that they were, you were around you. So when the old ones grew up, someone else took their place, and then they were teaching the younger ones, and so on and so forth. But like, that's. It's just it baffles me as like I'm putting my like game design cap on now. I'm just thinking, like, it's so weird to have all these games that were, first of all, like, that passed on by generations of other kids with these rules, right? And you just, you just took it. You just took it to the bank. That was it. It's like, yeah, we're playing this game, and these are the rules, and we're going to play it. learn by playing, probably. It's so weird. Because, like, I grew up playing video games, and I preferred video games like Morrowind, where I had free reign over what I can do and who I can be in that game. And I just loved having that sort of like free, I get to make my own game. And it was so weird that yet I, we played all these games that like, it's so interesting because you're, you're, you're really young when you play these games, right? You're like four years old when you play these things. I'm a bit older, but yeah, I think. I mean, it's something like that. I would say probably around seven. Let's say around seven. It's like first grade. Yeah. I'd say I'd say between four and seven because that's kindergarten. That's all of kin- that's three years of kindergarten. Okay, yeah, but I don't remember what we were playing in kindergarten. It was probably those games. What I remember is in front of in front of the building we 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 grew up in. But yeah, definitely, definitely we played that in the same. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like when you when you enumerate these games, all I can think about in my head, aside from having fun playing them, is like. The constant fight of like, no, but the rules say you have to do this and that, and someone's like, no, but you can do it. So the rules are like slightly different than what I know. Like, oh, my mom told me that this is the rule actually, and whatever. And it's just so weird to like, to me that this is the baffling thing as as a, as a four or five year old kid to just have the grasp of like, here's like fifteen different games or whatever. And to just remember each, all the rules and like this is how you play this game and that game. That's it's such a, it's a wonderful thing for like a five-year-old kid to remember these rules and mechanisms and how these things work and to, for them to make sense for you. Well, they're communally reinforced, right? Like everybody remembers and then... Hey, you get punished if you don't respect them. Of course. And you try to not respect them because I remember specifically when we well, played... Well, you push hide- boundaries. 
Well, you tried, of course. Because you're like, a kid. That's what you do. You put you, you want to see where the limits are. And some of them would go by. Others wouldn't. Yeah. Like, for instance, when we play hide and seek. That's how you develop psychopaths. <laughs> if they keep well, pushing the you, boundaries. That's how you prevent psychopaths. Well, yeah, if you reinforce it. Yeah. Because when we played hide and seek, I remember specifically there somebody, at least one person. I mean, oh, it was only one person that was doing this, but almost everybody tried it at least once. Mm. You have the person that is counting, facing the wall. Oh, and, and everybody's hiding, uh, running away, right? And they cheat if they peek. Not peeking. There was one person am- amongst the crowd that was supposed to run away and hide mm-hmm. that would simply stay one step behind the person who's counting. And once they finished, they would just say, home. Home. Or whatever. And that's it. And like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? And I'm sure that both of us at some point were that guy. Of course. At some point. Once or twice, or maybe more. At least when you saw it, it's possible. Yeah. Did you ever brought new games to the table? Uh, I did bring <laughs> Dual Masters trading card games. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I was a Yu-Gi-Oh, man. I hated when Dual Masters came in. I, did, I just... I think you could get Dual Masters with something... If you bought them, what's like some candy or whatever, and nah. I just no, no, I had to buy the packs. I don't know. I Trust just, me, I know. Trust me, I know. Oh no! Wait, 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 wait! No, no, no! I'm wrong. I'm right. It wasn't Dual Masters. It was something that was Romanian that didn't survive, but it was basically Dual Masters, but something Romanian made. And I can't remember what the fuck it is, but I used I used to be a heavy reader of level and PC games, the the magazines, right? And I won uh, two packs. Of that game. It was I like a Romanian no trading card game. game with like, you know, the, the generic shit like Bruce Lee and Foot from Oz and May and shit like that. Disgusting. It, it was, <laughs> it, it, sounds it, bad. But it was basically Dual Masters. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, and I introduced that to, to the group. So the first one, the first, <laughs> I mean, the first, first one that came in was Pokemon, but nobody knew how to actually play Pokemon until way later. Well, like on the Game Boy? No, like the, the card game. Oh, yeah. I still have a deck of Pokemon. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I can teach you, I think. (laughs) But then the first one we actually played collectively was Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was the the biggest nerd, the biggest Yu-Gi-Oh! nerd out there. Like, I would watch (laughs) the whole anime. I would even go online to read the official rules. Because I I had good enough English at, at that time. Look at you, Mr. Nerd. And I would know... Do you remember? Have you ever played? No. So basically, you I've have, seen the anime, but you have monsters and spell cards, mm-hmm. the deck and the uh, graveyard. Yeah, and then you have this is the whole thing you usually play with. Yeah, but then, then if if you buy there was this packs you could buy two packs in one box or whatever, mm-hmm. and they come with a f- feel like this piece of paper you spread around and you have places where you put uh, the cards yeah. on. On the left side, you had your fusion deck and your field card. Fucker those. Exactly. I knew what those were. Oh, look at you, Mr. And then know it all. When Duel Masters came in, the friends that I was playing with said they started playing Duel Masters because they hated the fact that I would I would come in and tell them that the cards that they were using were not doing what they were thinking that what they were doing. Especially since it, it was written on the cards what they were doing. So I was right. Yeah, but it was in English and most people over here they didn't know English, English, right? They just look at the picture and then that's what it does and they come up with something and like no. Oh, is that what Duel Masters was? No, that was Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel Masters came in afterwards and it don't didn't really have spell cards. Not that many. No. It wasn't that much on effects and shit. I didn't like Duel Masters because you could have monsters on the field and you could still attack me directly and that that 
didn't register with me. That That's literally since then all trading card games are that. That's shit. I have an army of monsters. How can you attack me? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, because you're a hero, and then they could introduce cards that are like equipment that you could equip as a hero, and then you could also attack, because most of the times you couldn't. You just had your health, and you had your overall health, and then that could introduce uh, cards that were like guards or tanks or shit that you couldn't attack me, the hero, uh, until you eliminated yeah, all you my know, whatever. I, I get I get I know. I don't mechanics, and I just didn't like them. Yeah, I mean, because I was used with this one, and I really liked that one. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the champion. That's what in my I loved area. when I got like World of Warcraft trading card games way before Hearthstone. It was the fact that like I had cards with like, oh, I have a sword and shit, and like my hero, you know, he had different heroes. Some of them had magic spells, some of them, and no attack, or some of them just had a lot of health and nothing else or whatever, or they had like a special ability. Some of them had attack. But you could always equip shit to them no matter what, right? So if you had a hero who had a lot of health and no attack, you could fucking draw, I draw a sword and I could equip it to any of my monsters or my hero. And that was fucking cool. Did you ever start cheating with those? When I say cheating, what I mean is you would have these super powerful cards that you would see in the cartoons or the animes. Right. But you can never find them in the, in the decks you were buying. Yeah, because they were rare. So we used to print them out, cut, cut them, and then just <laughs> no. glue them to, into a normal no. shit card. <laughs> this is what we were used to do. Really? Exactly. Jesus Christ. We no. found ways, man. We found ways to no, do it. No, I wasn't, I wasn't really into that. I wasn't much of a collector of shit. I just kind of, I won those two packs of those Romanian whatever. Oh, you had nobody to play then, that Romanian yeah, thing that, with, that, of that, course. I had no one to play anything with. Like, I didn't really have friends that did that either who like collected trading cards or some shit like that i didn't i don't know so i never did it i guess i get it, I, I get just it. played morrowind <laughs> Fucking hell. that also works <laughs> i remember i brought to to my courtyard can we call it a courtyard we're gonna call it a courtyard. oh yeah, yeah 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 uh i brought we'll in the sack well not precisely but yeah maybe yeah, well. i brought in baseball baseball i brought baseball in you made baseball a thing in Alpha Arad. Exactly. Well, wow. we I had a bat that I used, I I bought. It was probably an Oina. Did you have a bat? It was probably an Oina bat. You could find those if you go to any Romanian. Oina has bats. Yeah, Oina is basically baseball. Jesus Christ! I did, we just had we just threw that heavy ball around. That was all. Yeah, I that was it. a thing you do in sport in PA. Yeah, PA. In PA. Pete. Pete. Physical. I guess. I don't know. Ah, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, you had the balls that were stuffed in with horse hair. Mm -hmm. But you, there was also there were also bats. And it P. Was P, thank you. Physical education. Yeah. But it was also bats. The game was basically uh, baseball. And if you go to any Jeez. sightseeing place, whatever, there's this small kiosk there in the line that sells souvenirs, cheap mm -hmm. ones. Then there's always one or two of them that sold. Like, they have those? a basket of uh, bats. Holy shit. And I had those, and I could never find a baseball ball <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we just played with tennis ones. Yeah. And then it worked. We had mm. no idea what bases were, how the whole running thing worked, because I was so like that's, probably that's a mystery, dude. I, to this day, that's a mystery. I think I, I, I have a grasp of it. I still don't know exactly no. what it was. But basically, we'd just take turns, and somebody would throw, and somebody would hit. But it was enough. I mean, yeah. It was enough. That's all you need to have fun. And then I, I brought a in bat and a ball. I brought in sardines. 
You brought in sardines? You know sardines? The, the game? No, the game. Oh, jeez. No, the, the fishes. fuck is that? Uh, what? It's it's a it's a fish um, can. It's a can of fish. Yeah. And it's called yeah, sardines. I know the food. Uh, it was... I saw it on Minimax. I cannot remember which cartoon it was, wow. but it's definitely Minimax. And it's basically the reverse of hide and seek. Everybody counts. One person is hiding. And if you find that one person, you're supposed to stay hidden with them until everybody else finds you. And it's called Holy sardines because shit. by the end of it, you're stuck in that one place like sardines in a can. That's cool. I like that. That's really cool. I've never heard of that one. Minimax. That sounds fun. It was. It was good. Now, I got a PlayStation 1 pretty early on. <laughs> I spent all my days playing Jurassic Park. Uh, there's like this battle game. Like, you know, like Mortal Kombat type of shit with dinosaurs. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Dude, it was, it was, we played the shit out of that game. I destroyed my controllers <laughs> furiously playing that game with my best friend back then. So we played, I played that. I played Toy Story 2 like an infinite amount of times. Uh, I, th- I don't know if the, the, the pirated to gaming discs that I was getting from I don't know whom was gifted. Doesn't me. matter. No, I don't know. It's just you a, would just have and they I just, just appear yeah, in your house. Exactly. I, I'm not even shitting it. That is literally like, oh, I got you some new games. I'm like, cool. I didn't fucking know. I didn't question. Like, they bought them. They pirated them. I just had games. But I don't know if it was the system or those games, but some of the games were running in black and white. They were just not running in color. But some games were running in color, so it was very weird. Maybe they were older? No, I mean, the PlayStation 1, man, I was playing it on a color TV. Some games were playing. No, nah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Almost every game. I don't know. Was... Maybe the pirating bit did fucked them up in some way. Could I don't, be, I could don't be. Back then, things would happen. So I played Toy Story 2 in black and white. Okay, funny, funny tick issue problem because when you were younger you had cds and you had to use cds to play games yeah even on the computer and yeah. i would had spider-man i think was the first oh, spider-man game yeah you know that one when you did the the, the the streets are just a, a green fog and you cannot yeah. fall on the streets yeah and the cd for that game it just got in such a bad it was a terrible state you could see the scratches it was yeah. it was horrible yeah but at some, I don't know when. Like I, I played that game a, a few times, at mm-hmm. least a few times. Mm-hmm. Last time when I gave up on it, it was in the first in the first level. You're supposed to swing around and get to the Daily Bugle, Bugle, Bugle Daily, whatever, yeah. to save JJ from oh, uh, from Scorpion. Scorpion, that's one I forgot about. And it's very specific. You get there. I, mean, I think it's a timed race to get there. No. Is it? I think it is. Sure. And by the time you get there, Spider-Man is just bashing through the window inside the office and then the fight, fight starts. Right. But <laughs> my shitty CD would be so bad and somewhere would be so fucked up. And Spider-Man would just miss the window and fall into the mist every single time. What the fuck? I don't know how that works, but that That's used to happen. Weird. That's suspicious. Is that, that happened. That's strange. I swear to God, it happened. That's that's interesting. And it, there was another thing that I hated. I started hating. Uh, mm-hmm. During summertime, 
In the summertime, when the living is easy, or that one, fish are jumping and the cotton is high. Oh, your daddy's rich and your mama's good looking. Or <laughs> <laughs> something, don't, don't you worry, hush little baby. Hush little baby, don't you? I don't know, I didn't remember. All right. It was a song. Fun. Um, Let me think, Uh, what was I saying? In the summertime, uh, my parents used to send me and my brother to our grandma. Yeah. Who also lived in the city, but we would wake up at 7 a.m. with our parents. They would drop us there. We would went to sleep for another two or three hours, and then we'd spend the day over there. Right. Uh, me, my brother, and my cousin. Annoyingly, mm-hmm. this uh, happened so long that by the time my friends started playing um, Password, I think it was Password. Password? Password, Parola. Uh, basically, you have two teams. Mm-hmm. One's supposed to catch the other one, and the one who's running away... They set a password, like a sentence, and they each one gets a word. Everybody scatters around. You're supposed to catch them and then convince them to tell you the password. They're part of the password, and then you, when you figure it out, you change places, <laughs> right? I can imagine this leaning heavily on the side of the girls. I'll give you a kiss if you tell me the word. Well, kind of that. That's what kind of happened eventually. Yeah, I can imagine that. I can see that happening. And by the time this was happening... We always started playing uh, after sunset because obviously, obviously. But then after sunset, girls versus boys. After sunset, my parents will call call us in so we can sleep till we can wake up at seven a.m. Yeah, thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> Regardless, sure. While while being at my grandma's and mm-hmm. being stuck there with my brother and my cousin, mm-hmm. we need to figure out what we're gonna gonna do for the whole summer. And at some point, mm-hmm. I think when I started reading. I had this Bible, this kid's version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the only th- w- the only reason I liked that one is because it was very illustrated. Yeah, yeah. And at the very end of it, there were these maps of, I think, Jerusalem or whatever. Okay. And somehow we took inspiration from that. And I've started building a pirate's treasure map. Holy shit. Around the yard of my, of my grandma's. Because the ba- basically there were two buildings... And the same, the same house, but it's two separate buildings, mm-hmm. and the yard would make like a U shape. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yep. And I would have, I would, I would draw the whole thing, and I would put toys and things around it, <laughs> and then we walk around and say, "This is where the evil monster is, and this is the oh. I don't know what Amazon Island is." And then we go here and there, and we go the to the whole thing. Innocence of a child. And then we find the treasure where X marks the spot. That's so cool. The problem was they loved it. And I was running out of ideas. (laughs) And that's how you became a solution architect. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was, I always try to, you do it now because I I have no idea what else to do. I I made three maps already and they didn't want to do it. I think they tried it once. It sucked. But at that, at that point, anything sucked because we only done the whole yard like three, four times. Yeah. You just reminded me, my all-time favorite thing to do as a kid, uh, I used to have this, uh, like a shoebox of Legos. Mm-hmm. Not Legos, sorry, of like Kinder Kinder Egg Surprise toys. Oh, yeah, I had that. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all had that yeah, in Romania. Everyone had, had like the shoebox full to the brink of little tiny toys. Yeah, yeah. They were all different and they were all had these additions, right? Now you collect the whatever's and now you collect the whatever or something else. 
and I would just take that box and we had a, I had a sand bit. Yeah, it wasn't really a sandbox. It was more just like a, a little mount of sand. That uh, somebody was doing construction, they were just sand next every, to you. Fucking every other house had a had yeah. a, just like a little mount of sand in front of the house. We had it next to the building, the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. had that. Yeah, everybody had that pretty much. Uh, and I would just uh, play in that with my with the little Kinder Egg surprise toys. And I would love like constructing these like intricate tunnel systems. And like crevices and like these like civilizations and whatever. And I just put them like, oh, and he's the mayor and he's the architect and he's the, these are just civilians and whatever. And I just do that. And then like five hours later when I get bored, I just like pretend I'm like this big monster. and like, I'm destroying everything. And it's like, all right, I need to go inside now. But yeah, yeah, it's like, that was just, un- we were just unlocking so many fucking memories. You're welcome. One thing, one more thing about the, the PlayStation thing. I... Some kid in my village found out that I had a PlayStation and he was like, oh, I have some games if you want to play them. I'm like, fuck yeah. And he gave me Dragon Ball Z. Oh, shit. And I remember I didn't have it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. But again, it played in black and white because I'm assuming he got them pirated as well. And it was black and white. And also my grandma, my granddad was sleeping and I only had them for a few hours. So I remember I beat all of Dragon Ball Z in a four-hour sitting on mute in black and white. <laughs> oh, my God. I was kidding. My grandpa was sleeping next to me. I was just like, with the remote. That's like, guerrilla game Dude, I finished the whole game. I was like, <laughs> I need to finish this. This is Dragon Ball Z. And I beat the whole thing. And it has like a story mode. which just kind of, it has some whatever bullshit plot line, but you just fight, right? You just fight. But it has some plot and you change characters and whatever. And I, I did that, and I finished the whole story, and just like the ending, and like the music and credits and stuff, and it was fucking great. But yeah, and I, I, I was saying I played Toy Story two. I finished it a million times, and then years later, I was like, oh, I'll get a PlayStation One emulator on the PC, and and I'll revisit these games. And I got Toy Story two. It's so fucking colorful, I cannot play it. Because I played it in black and white. It was just shades <laughs> of gray. It was, to me, it was just shades of gray. And now I'm looking at it and I was like, oh, it, it's horrible. It's the, the colors are really intense. It looks really appealing for a kid, but that's just not my experience. I see. And my favorite game, to, to, to finish this tiny subplot, was uh, uh, The Emperor, Emperor's New Groove. I played The that. one with the llama. I probably play that that was my at most a third of it i never finished it that was my favorite fucking game it was difficult it was fun it was awesome and it's because of that that i now hate uh fruit fruit yogurts why i don't know it was just a time in my life when um i would play that game a lot and my mom, for some reason, kept buying a lot of fruit. You know, like fucking yeah, I know what yogurt I with like chunks of yeah. tiny fruit. And like, oh, it was colorful yogurt. It wasn't just white. Um, and I just ate a shit ton of that. And I drank Actimel and shit like that. Ah, so just you just like, had too much of it. Yeah. Okay, and, that, so that makes like, sense. That makes sense. In my head, the, the Emperor's New Groove is linked with, with fucking fruit yogurt. And now I'm just... Every time I think about the game, I have this like distinct taste of like Actimel, Activia, fruit yogurt in my mouth. And I'm just like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> what was the first game you ever had? The first on the PlayStation? <laughs> I mean, whatever it was, because for me it was a PC, but yeah. Well, I mean, I had... No, a... no, I did have a PlayStation no, on a PC. I don't remember the PlayStation thing, which one was the first. No, I mean, come on. We we all had like the, the yeah, consoles. Yeah, I know, I know. The, the, 
yeah, I know. the Sega Mega Drive Nintendo knockoffs. Okay, then I'll go because the story I want to say is when I got my first PC, that was I think fourth grade. Okay. I got two games, each one on their own, on their own CD. Mm-hmm. I think the first one I played it was a Winnie the Pooh game. You were basically <laughs> Tiger, and you were just bouncing on your tail around the whole whatever map. You were supposed to collect honey pods. Okay. For Winnie the Pooh. And then the second one was a Mickey Mouse thing. Wow. When you would be on, you would see like a scene from a city. And depending mm-hmm. on which part of it you would click, you had this different mini game you would play. Oh, okay. Wow. Mickey Mouse capade shit. Yeah. Okay. I think those, yeah, th- those were definitely the first ones. So on PC. Yeah. Um, I was second grade. And my mom got herself a PC, but it was those like, it, it was still in a terminal. It was like Windows oh, shit. 3.4, 3. something, you know, Windows 3. something before before 95. Yeah, it was DOS. It was DOS. And I remember, I, I can still see it in like in my head. I see it, how the guy came in, hooked it up, and he. I remember he showed me like, oh, this is where you need to go. And where you need to write in DOS and where you need to go in the games folder. And I, I think after he left, I completely forgot. And only occasionally I would stumble upon it. And the only game I remember was the Prince, the, the first old Prince of Persia. The 2D side-scroller, they moved really I know clunky. One, yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Hated that game. Me too. It was so fucking horribly hard. But I remember I had more games, but that's the only one I remember ever being able to find. But then when I got my own PC gifted to me, I don't know, like two years later, maybe. So the same fourth grade. Uh, it came pre-installed with Age of Empires 1. Uh, Rayman. One of them. I don't know which one. Fucking a Rayman. And then I think there was like one or two more games that I can't remember. I definitely played that one, Rayman. When so at my grandma's. My cousin would have this computer, but uh, my grandma being my grandma, she, we were, were only allowed, I think, one hour or something on that on that computer, all three mm-hmm. of us. <laughs> and then we would only watch TV because somehow I convinced her to, to let us watch at around noon on, I don't know, either DVD or Antenna, which either one was, they would, would you have something for kids? Around noon. At some point... Okay. I know that's how I I saw well, on uh, Saturdays. No, no, no. The, during the week. During the week. During the week. Uh, that's where I saw Wicks, Winks. Which one? Which? Wick? No, the first one, the one before which? Jesus, I don't know. Wink, okay. Winks, maybe Wicks. I don't know. that one. Either way, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Oh yeah, that was there. Uh, there was this series with this kid in a high school, and something happened to him, and he had. Um, like g- genius, he could like snap his fingers and be genius for a couple of minutes, and they would do something like basically Phineas and Ferb, but live action. What the fuck? <laughs> and I used to watch that live action. Live action it was live action. Okay. Uh, speaking of it, the, I think <laughs> the first ever series I started watching as a kid, not even knowing what watching a series actually is. Yeah, obviously. Uh, it was. A Thousand Good Deeds for Eddie McDowell or something. What the fuck is that? It was this kid. I think he was a bully because I didn't watch him from the beginning. And I had no idea how that happened. It was this kid that was turned into a dog 
and he was supposed to do 1,000 good deeds so he can be turned back into a human. That's weird. (laughs) A bit, but it was fun. That's weird. I think that was also during during noon. I think we watched that. I think I got everybody to watch it. Dude, I had satellite. I grew up on Cartoon Network. And then they moved it from satellite, and I just... I remember that's when I learned how to operate the remote control <laughs> and program channels on the satellite and shit. And I, that's where I learned the German channels and that's how I learned German. I, I know we I watched had, anime. I know we had Cartoon Network, I think, when I was in, in middle school. Because I remember two distinct stories. Because in middle school, you would have school during the afternoon, right? You would start at noon. I'm sorry, what? Uh, grades one to four, you would start in the morning. Or what was... What the fuck are you talking about? There were some grades... No, I think it was... No. But yeah, there were some grades that we do in the afternoon. No. Definitely. I, I swear no. I shit you not because not I... Not me. I remember... Okay, then I did. But it was still the same grade school. Like, and I can remember which one. No, all my entire there. life, school has been 8 a.m. to like 12 or 1 or 2. No, there were some, some there were some classes that I've done that were in the afternoon. I, I shit you not because... Okay. I remember this vividly being at home in the morning and have having to do something until my parents came in to, to take me to school. And that's when I made I made xylophones out of glasses with water. <laughs> nice. One time I know I did a so much sports. <laughs> like push-ups, sit-ups and whatever. Wow, look at you. Dude, I was sore for two two or three days. I couldn't move out of nice. bed. I would just Get it on the couch. How old were you? I don't know. Great school. I woke up and I want to do pushes. I want to be a. I want to be like Popeye, the sailor. Exactly. And then, at one point, I know I got so scared on Cartoon Net. No, was it Courage the Curly Dog? Not Courage the Curly Dog. It was. There's two times I got scared when I was a kid from TV. Johnny Quest. No, 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 no. The Someone the something stories of Mindy and Billy and Mandy. Oh fuck yeah, the grim, the grim the adventures. Grim tales. Yeah, the that grim one. Adventures there was Billy one Mandy. very oh, weird I fucking episode. Love that. I don't know which one that scared me. And then the video of We Don't Need No Education. That one also scared me. Really? Yeah, because it has this this teacher that puts kids to a grind meat grinding machine. And oh something. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then he turns into a hammer. Like, what the fuck is happening? My mic could not comprehend that. There's this cartoon called Johnny Quest when I was really, really young. I, I think I know Johnny Quest. It was it was basically Scooby-Doo, but with a kid called Johnny Quest and his friends. Yeah. And it was a lot more multicultural in, in the sense because they had like this Indian guy and whatever. And they'd travel around the world and they'd be like solving mysteries around the world. And I remember there was this one episode where they went. It was it was basically Medusa, right? So I guess what's that? Greece or Rome or something? Greece. Greece. And I just fucking remember it was it was late at night. Um, no wait, I don't know this. What Johnny Quest? Yeah. No, it's like a white hair kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blonde hair kid. Whatever that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without like, a black turtle, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was this this uh, Medusa, right? So they went and did something, and then the Medusa came to life. It was it was like a mix of mystery, but also kind of like ooh you know, horror stuff, yeah. I guess. I mean, as horror it could get for a kid. Basically, it was at the time when CGI was starting to become a thing and 3D, and it was really fucking uncanny. 
So they had this, it was like all the 2D cartoon and they had this one section where they, the Medusa came back to life or something. And, and there was like this full shot of her going like, ah, whatever. And like the, 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 the snakes and the shit. And it was really scary and evil. And it was late at night and it was this downpour outside. It was raining. Like it was this intense thunderstorm. And my mom so this is in the village. My mom had to go back, take the train to go to Arad. And my grandma went with her because it was like fucking horrible outside. Went with her. And my granddad was also outside looking for when my grandma would come back because it was so like, you know, make sure she comes back fucking alive. And I was just alone in the house <laughs> watching this like fucking five minute sequence of this woman going like, just like dramatic music and like the snakes and the everything and the bad CGI and the teeth. And it was dark all around. And, oh, dude, I cried. I cried so much. It was this fucking no, traumatic <laughs> fucking shit. Let me see if I can, I can show you that. Just that. I mean, you Johnny definitely have you, quest you're supposed Medusa. to. I think you can find it. D look at oh that fucking God. shit. Look at, yeah. look at that. Look at that. I saw that. Dude. Yeah, look no. at that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was so horrifying. That was terrible. <laughs> Look at that. That's just no way. That's a video game. Like, yeah, no. yeah, it's like really, really bad CGI. Okay, the whole the, the cartoon was like that. The, the that scene in the cartoon was oh, see well. see this too deep. But then that scene was fucking. Oh my! Uh, yeah, I had no uh, idea what was coming for you. No, dude, it was. Just and it had these like scenes of fucking 3D and it was just the creepiest fucking shit. And there's this another there's this uh, another cartoon like this that I found that also had these like a lot of a lot of 3D CGI sequences that were just really bad and really fucking spooky. I mean, this remind me reminded me of the spooky guy from Courage the Crawly Dog. Uh, the um, I, I don't return know. to slab guy. King uh, yes. Courage. King yes, I think that's Ramsey's, the one. Yeah. Return that the one. slab or suffer my curse. Yeah, I had nightmares with this guy. No, I don't remember that one being so scary. Is that, I remember watching Courage and, uh, like that, but not, I don't remember being so scared about it. I don't know why. Quentin. Maybe, maybe it's just um, Teller or some shit. May, yeah, oh this my, guy. That was ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this guy? Yeah, I do. It dawned on me years later that they called him Benton Tarantella, and he was a movie maker. Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah, and they had another one, uh, Errol Vol Volkheim. I don't know who this one's supposed to be. Probably another movie maker, because there's this one episode with both of them. That fucking shit's scary, dude. That was... That was, that was. This is some next level. But I love that. I have all of the episodes. I have them on some fucking hard drive somewhere. And Samurai Jack. I don't know. I don't remember the song. I, I, I thought I did. I used to know the whole fucking intro sequence. A long time ago. Something, something. I don't know. But then I tore open a portal and flung him into the past, into the future where my evil is law. Oh, so fucking good. Anyway, do you want to end this? Yeah, we could. Fuck it.